0: Listen, I'm going to keep it real with you guys. It's just like, you know, things seem to be okay with this show, but like Malik, he's just been so angry lately. And with what? Woo!
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, those in between and Beyond, to the 46 46? 46, 46. 40, uh episode of hot it's a podcast. All I gotta say is, I'm black, y'all. I'm black, <laughs> y'all, I'm black and a black black black, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. You really can't. No. No. <laughs> you I can. Can't. No, you have the ability to say it. It's yeah, just, but I'm not you know, going there, to. There are consequences if you do say <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another another great edition of this podcast. actually just coming off to another podcast. I was recently on 2 Black Too Nerdy to with uh, hosted by Ha. It's a podcast alumni. Uh, Chris, aka the Star Wars lawyer, we talked about. Is how that great what we're things. calling guests now? Alumni? That's uh,
0: that's, yeah, pretty, alumni. that's pretty that's pretty fucking rocking. I'm not gonna that's, lie. That's what that's what it, that's what they are. They are alumni. They, I like, they've, that. Been, I like that. they've
1: been on Ha. It's a podcast. Or, you see, I, I never thought of that that way. But or we call like them it. the. Or we call them the alumni. The Holumni. <laughs> The hi- the Halumni. There we go. Yeah. I like, like that. Con- congratulations. We got. We're gonna make like a fan art or just like a poster of like alumni. It's gonna have like Eddie and Chris and Vanessa and Adam and Tim and Clancy and your brother. Like the the alumni. The alumni. <laughs> <laughs> Honorary mentions. <laughs> Honorary
0: mentions. The voices in my head. <laughs> Just fucking, yeah. just fucking, have we been recording this podcast or are you just imagining this in your head? You'll
1: never know. <laughs> exactly. I just want to say, too, um, so uh, so, uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, those between and beyond, if you are ever feeling like you're not cool or you don't feel badass, just walk outside in a leather jacket and you just own everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I, like went outside and I couldn't find my hoodie. I'm like, just toss my leather jacket. And I was like, dang, I'm badass. <laughs> As I walked to the corner store to get like some cheese, mayonnaise, and bread for my bologna sandwich, um, I have I got some bologna, and uh, I wanted to, um, and I'm like, no, I don't have bread or cheese or mayonnaise, so I went out to the store, got those things in my leather jacket. It was the coolest, most badass grocery walk ever. See, I feel like for
0: a white guy though, the the need to just say a afterwards would just be a thing.
1: What? After, oh, forgetting the leather jacket. Yeah, you throw on the leather jacket, and you're just like ey! Ey, <laughs> ey. I saw the office bit where like the dudes coming in to like give them their new like phone system, and like yeah. they're trying to keep him, they Just go hey a <laughs> Michael's ey, just laughing ey. like, what was that? <laughs> yeah, think he meets Jim when he comes up, and he's like, Michael's <laughs> got. He's, <just, laughs> he's like, what the what? <laughs> Oh, uh, it's so good. It's like, how, I, I know you've recently taken a needle and put it into your veins for to get that nice substance inside of your body. So yeah, I did. Tell not not even a
0: half hour ago did I just get done <laughs> getting a tattoo. Um, yeah. And I came home, and the first thing I decided was, let's fucking record a podcast.
1: Because <laughs> we care about you. We people, We care about you people. And you may ask, what do I mean by you people? And I say the blacks. We care exclusively about the blacks. <laughs> Pods a podcast. <laughs> We're not racist. <laughs> we just believe in black supremacy. <laughs> God. This is going down the road. I didn't mean to go.
0: Oh no. What, what have I done? <laughs> but yeah, I just I just got a tattoo done. Um I got Optimus Prime, uh, which I've been meaning to get for a little while now. Um but I I'm so stoked because I'm I keep looking at my arm. Not only does Optimus Prime come out really well because my tattoo artist is awesome, but like I'm looking at just the empty gap, and I'm like, I have room for one more transformer if I you wanted to. Dumb. You, you stupid slut. I'm <laughs> like, but I genuinely don't know who I would get. That's the thing because, like, I these are my two favorites right here, Optimus and Soundwave. So it's like,
1: who, I maintain. Who, you should get. Wa- you should get Waspinator. Oh, Waspinator would actually be really cool. I do like. I do Wasp- like him. Waspinator. <laughs> <laughs> waspinator. <laughs> Uh, speaking of sci-fi um, stuff, I got back into playing Halo Infinite, and I just got to the part where spoilers, spoilers for Halo Infinite, where I'm uh, <laughs> uh, Jaga uh, takes the uh, pilot. I'm like, no, not the pilot, buddy. <laughs> I thought, not gonna lie, I thought he was gonna kill him. I'm like, no, nah, not pilot won't cool, die, and everybody cool was upset sp- because
0: they wanted pilot to die. <laughs>
1: what? I like pilot.
0: Pilot can get oh. annoying.
1: People are how people are weird. You, you, you guys need to get over it. God. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. I, I we went through the portal, saw the flashbacks. Now I'm back at Ezra. I I don't know what it is. I love whatever Ezra gives a speech because it's just so over the top for no reason. Oh my god! It's
0: because he's a, he's a fucking war chieftain, dude. Like he, that's like, all he knows is battle and conquest. I, I, lo- I just love that. There he's like
1: your humanity makes you vulnerable. <sighs> <laughs> Weak, <sighs> defeatable, and you're like that took way too long to say. <laughs> <You> <laughs> good there. I actually found a fan fiction on uh, Ao3 of Ezra and his San- Sarah Keeley boyfriend. I'm like no. <laughs> so for oh the fiftieth, for, oh for the fiftieth, for the fifth, I was really considering when I kept hearing "Oh God, oh God" so <laughs> on the other end. It but was for a the sneeze. F- for the 50th anniversary, or the 50th episode of HOTS podcast, not the anniversary, we're not WrestleMania, our 50th episode, we're going to do a dramatic reading of the Ezra and Seren Healy, uh, fan fanfiction. What? Why? Because <laughs> I because I, I Why
0: would so. you make that a thing? We just did. You know what, what? What what's the rabbit hole that we've dug ourselves for episode fifty? I think we've said a couple things.
1: We've kept we we've promised I would get our ship name tattooed. No, that was where we got to, ever got to like a million or like a hundred million. No, you followers. promised that in
0: private. Actually, you said when we what? get to episode uh, sh- fifty you would You would tattoo our uh, our ship name. Edit this out. Edit this out.
1: (laughs) Throw up the X symbol. This was not in the script. (laughs) Oh no 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 no! This was not how this was supposed to go. Oh! Just screaming. But uh, yeah, never. I'm giving you a
0: chance. No one gave me a chance.
1: (laughs) I was I was thinking for episode fifty. What if we just like asked a bunch? What if we just opened up to the audience, just had and asked for a bunch of questions like. Just like, what do you want to know about us, the HOTS? Let's make it about you guys. Let's make this episode controlled by them and decide what do you, the audience, want us to talk about? Like, what, what, what's your questions for us? You know, that would be cool. It's just we yeah. don't have like a Twitter platform to do that. I think we have like five followers on Twitter. <laughs> we, we, you know we have a Facebook and we know a, lot, a couple. Uh, no, we, we have do a have a good bit on Facebook. Servers. We can we do that. Message up we there. can yeah, do that. Like, I was like, hey, for 50th anniversary about Pods podcast, it's about you guys. So we're going to ask you what questions do you want to answer? It's gonna be our first ever Ha to podcast Q. We're gonna call it Ha. It's a and <laughs> <laughs> I need somebody to just be like, "Does Malik is gay?"
0: <laughs> oh God, <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's an actual article. I remember it's an old Game Grumps joke. Actually, um, it was an article that Danny had discovered where, like, I, I one of his friends like sent him the link or whatever, and the article header was titled "The Rumor Come Out." Does Bruno Mars is gay? <laughs> it's just like why did you write it that way? It makes no sense. I
1: don't know. Is is Bruno Mars gay?
0: Does Bruno Mars is gay indeed? <laughs> oh man. But uh yeah, other than other than my tattoo, not much really went on today. I worked and then got a tattoo. I, I you know, it's funny because you had called me and you were like, Why didn't you tell me you were getting a tattoo? I could have swore I told you. You didn't um, tell me, you,
1: I knew you were getting You didn't tell me it was this Saturday. Oh, you told me you were getting what You didn't tell me it was today. That's why I thought we were good to just record. You just—I asked like, can we record early in the afternoon? All you said was, "I'm working," and I thought, okay, he's just working.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I had I had the tattoo afterwards. Up my bed. I, I didn't mean to drop that <laughs> <laughs> as late as I did. But uh, hey, we're here now. So
1: yeah, here we go.
0: <laughs> How was your day off?
1: Oh, it was. Oh, it was. It was. Ch- I had a very intense nightmare today Jesus Christ like really? I was like it was horrifying I don't know what was up with my brain today but I I, I went to go get my haircut Came back, and I just, like, I was tired of my day, so I fell asleep again. I just had, like, the worst intense-ass nightmare. I'm like, Jesus. I woke up, like, you know the when you know, it's, you know the nightmare is intense where, like, you're awake up, and you're relieved to be awake. You're like, oh, thank God, I'm yes. awake. oh, my God, like, I've had that. That's, like, oh, my God. Like, it was just, like, I remember just waking up thinking, like, of just, like, feeling fear of fear. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm awake. Thank God. Like, it wasn't real. Like, it was, I was messed up after that. Do you know about
0: um lucid dreaming?
1: Uh, I do, but I've never been able to achieve it.
0: Yeah, so I can achieve that naturally um, from time to time. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but, like, I have genuinely had moments in my sleep where I'm dreaming, and I'm like, somebody will talk to me, and I'll just be like, well, you know, none of this matters because we're in a dream right now. And they're like, what? It's like, yeah, we're in a dream right now. None of this matters, like, at all. And then I
1: usually wake up shortly after, and I was like, whoa, I knew I was in a dream there are, shit! There are moments when, like, I look back, I'm like, "How did I not realize that that was a dream?" You know, like, how dude, I, I get that all the fucking time. Because like, I feel like if I do, just like, like whenever I'm like in a dream or like a nightmare, I'm just so wrapped up in like what the nightmare is about. Like in my nightmare, I had like there was like something in my house. Like I, I, I. BS you not, there was a narrator in my nightmare and I just didn't <laughs> question it. Like, literally, like, I was in my house and, like, literally, I like, it was like, I was, it was kind of like I was watching something, but also, like, I was in it as well. It was so, it was like double conscious type of thing. And I just hear, like, little does Malik know that there was something in that room in his house simply called the entity. And I was like, huh, okay. Is and there so something there in just, that room called the entity? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like, and just like, and I just kind of went with it and, like, I was just like, and, like, it was so weird because, like, the narrator said that thing, and then that's how me in the dream now knew that that thing, the entity, was in that room in my house. And, like, I didn't question the fact that I had gotten that information from an omnipotent narrator. So now I just, like, I'm just in my house with this thing in this room that's, like, I don't know what it is. It could be a demon. It could be a mon I don't know. And it's just I'm terrified. Oh, man. Yeah, it was it. It really messed me. I was I woke up like going like, like I was like I was I was like out of breath. I'm like oh god, it was it was a dream. Jesus. Oh shit, that's intense. Yeah, it was it was very intense. It was it was it was very intense. Yeah, I get.
0: I can't remember the last intense dream that I had. Actually, to be honest with you, I don't think I've had many dreams since I got started on the CPAP machine. To be honest with you, Mm-mm. I think it's because that just puts me in such a deep sleep anymore. Um. Lately, I've been ta- I've been pulling the mask off, and it, it's like I don't know why I've been pulling the mask off. So I'm like trying to actively figure out ways to not do that because it's supposed to help me sleep, and I'm supposed to wear it for a certain amount of hours, or else the insurance company won't pay for it. But mm. um, it, it's so funny because they tried to tell me do the they other keep day. Track of, do, they, do they have a way to track that? They do, but the thing is, is that their their thing for it sucks. um, oh. From what I've been told by other people who have CPAP machines, uh. So they like they tried to call me like last week. They were like um <clears throat> they were like uh they called me up and they were it was almost like they were trying to threaten me, but I went right back at them and they just backed down immediately cuz mm-hmm. they were like they're like, "Yeah, we're calling you to let you know about your usage. You you are aware you're supposed to wear that like 4 hours a night or the insurance company won't pay for it." And I was like, "Yeah, and you are aware that I do wear this every night." And they're just like, "Oh, okay." And then they just hung up.
1: <laughs> uh uh, I, I should look into getting a CPAP machine one say this, because I have been told that apparently I do have sleep apnea. Yeah, yeah. It
0: I'm does help out I'm a lot. Too. It's I, I've had some really good sleeps from it, but I can I, I would give you fair warning that if you can like in the starting out you may have trouble waking up because of how good of oh, a sleep boy. you get. Oh God, um, I've overslept a couple times because I've had my CPAP machine on.
1: Speak. Uh, speaking of like dream and like other i don't know how to segue this but like you know like weird state of consciousness um we gotta be careful on twitter now because a lot of dr strange stuff is starting to leak and get out there like i was oh, it really i got mad spoiled on someone who shows up in the movie i'm like dang it and i actually ju- literally as i'm scrolling through twitter because uh, cause there was something i didn't want to talk about literally like a clip from multiverse of madness look first off I now that I've seen this, I've saw a bit of that clip. And let's just say we, I, I am glad we're seeing this in IMAX. <laughs> Cause, okay. um, oh man. <laughs> it lo- oh man. Oh man. Oh <laughs> man. It looks insane to not watch an IMAX. Um, uh, but they they recently announced um, for that 90s show, uh, everyone's coming back except for Hyde. Yeah, which, I know. Which, understandable.
0: And I think I found my favorite comment on that earlier today. It was, um, <laughs> it, the person said, all problems with Danny Masterson aside, we all knew Hyde wasn't going to make it to the 90s.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: That's that shit so had me dying when I when I saw it, I was like, Wow.
1: <laughs> I love too that Eric named his daughter Leia. I'm like, how the oh, freak of course. He, how how the frick did um uh he like, God? what god, what's her name? Donna. Donna, yes. How did Donna get um, that being said, here's Donna didn't dress up? It, here's the thing she though, did she get like like
0: back Laura. with Donna or like
1: No, it's confirmed. She is the daughter of Donna and Eric.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yes. She is the daughter of Donna and Eric.
0: Well, they didn't get back together in the last episode, did they?
1: I think they did. Did they? I can't remember.
0: Well, I know Jackie and Fez hooked up at the end of the, the last. they like the last episode.
1: Yeah, that meant, Yeah, that, that was. Me and Adam nice. were talking
0: about that today. He
1: he I, he comes back in the last episode, I think.
0: Yeah, Hold he on, does. Like,
1: uh, yeah, and then like I think they like drive off together. I'm not too sure. I like I'm fairly sure about that. Hmm.
0: I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to have to binge watch that 70s show now.
1: Oh, dude, I binged it, and it's hilarious. Like, oh, my God. God, that show is so, so funny. funny. I love
0: I love that scene with uh where they're out in the cold and then uh Don just like oh I'm freezing and Eric's like oh here
1: take my jacket
0: and then Jackie
1: tries it and he's like
0: well damn Jackie I can't change the weather.
1: For me it was um it, one of my favorite bits is when like uh Red finds their um Red finds their stash oh, at like the, yeah. their ski lodge and like um and uh Callison is like it's paprika sir and then uh, and then Kitty's like. Paprika's orange, Kelso. It's green <laughs> paprika, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. I used to, like, I do, I would just have it on binge sometimes. What was another? Oh, my God. When I'm uh, Donna's dad accidentally touch Kitty's butt. and <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> and Eric and Red are at the game, and they come home, and like it was cool because like Eric actually got into like a fight and won, and Red was proud. I was like this is a good day. Like I saw some ball. My fo- my son de- defend the family honor. Nothing back happened. you. Open the door, and you his that I touched your wife's butt. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that kills—I just thought about this—but one
0: thing that kills me is the way people react to things. Like, I'm a very reactionary, like, type person. If you give me a good reaction, I will crack up. Like, that's just mm-hmm. how I am, and that's—that's
1: that's, that's why you were so like. That's—that's that's why we ended up being good friends.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you're really good at reacting to things.
1: But mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so. One of the things that got me the other day was I was watching Futurama and it was the episode where they all get their their tax rebate and it's like $300 for everybody and they go around like you know spending it on whatever they want and stuff like that and Bender was blo- like stole that LeGrand cigar and he blew it in front of the rich people's faces at uh Zap Bradigan's ball. But I just love when the guy's talking to him. He blows it in his face and the guy starts coughing and, and then Bender just goes, hey, 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 hey. Whoa! And His eyes just zoom out because of ben- because uh because uh Hermes was coming in on the stilts and he broke through the window. <laughs> also
1: also just want to say it was ambiguous in the series finale, whether or not Eric Donna got back together, but it was confirmed in this complete series collector's book that they did get back together. Ah, uh, okay. Guy. So they so they did get back together and they got and they had their kid Dom. Um, they just didn't film it. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, no, like, I'm, oh god, Futurama was one of those shows where like I'll binge it and I'll laugh so hard, but like when we talk about it, I cannot remember like the bits that made me laugh it's because like, so
0: much of it just comes in it's like I could say it comes in bursts like family guy but that's not it it just it's it's so much of it is just so funny that you try to remember a certain part but then something else gets you laughing and you just can't I, remember it
1: I have I have, a, I have a similar bit like that with american dad where it's like it's all so funny i can't remember it all like the one bit from futurama i think i mentioned it before in the podcast was uh when bender meets like the out of date robots you have the one with the water wheel and literally every single time like if she said, if my water will ever stops, then like I'll die. And then it stops. I and mean, she's like in mid-conversation. It stops. She goes, Oh god, I'll never make it this time. This is the end. And she just like goes for the ball. And she's like, anyway. <laughs> it's so funny. That and the um when Roberto uh breaks in to take them all hostage, he's like, I don't get what I want. Someone's gonna get stabbed in the ass. And then Zoeberg's like, he's bluffing. Ah, he's not bluffing. <laughs> so funny
0: dude uh i can't wait for the new episodes there was this uh there was this episode that was on last night where um I, i they were trying to blow up like a dwarf planet or something like that and leela was protesting with the other women to not blow up the dwarf planet and fry was helping out like amy's dad with the with the with the process of trying to blow up this dwarf planet and stuff. I remember this and, one. And uh, he, he gives Bender his phone, and he goes, all right, I'll let you use my phone, but don't touch my Tetris game. I'm about to complete it. And he goes, all right, I got you. So he comes back later, and he goes, here's your phone back, Fry. By the way, I, got, I, I, uh, I, pull, I put a piece in the wrong spot on your Tetris game, and it's game over. And he's just like, no!
1: <laughs> I like I think one of my favorite episodes is when Fry becomes a cop and uh, he goes to the police. He goes to the whole like police academy thing, and uh, he when he graduates, everyone's like, "Yeah!" It better just goes, so, "Hooray for the pigs!" <laughs> <laughs> there's that one. There's their and there's their chief um, who's like this big buff woman who like acts like a dude like pretty much or, like you know, very masculine. And uh, I remember when Fry she's like sitting she's like sitting in front of Fry you know like 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 a dude does with like you know the towel in the locker room the hours like this this yeah. full-on spread eagle with the towel and uh the one joke that got me is when uh he fry gets the drug bust and he's talking to her and like she goes congratulations your big bust lieutenant uh fry and then he goes congrats on yours as well <laughs> 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 it's so funny you know what's funny i think i saw
0: that episode years ago and it had me that joke had me dying because mm-hmm. i think that was like that was when comedy central picked it up right
1: uh, I'm not I too the,
0: sure. I think it was when Comedy Central picked it up and started airing episodes. But uh that episode had come out. I was trying to think of that joke for years and you totally just reminded me of that joke. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs>
1: it's like congratulations, you're big bust. same to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, man. Um trying to think about what else has been going on in my life. Uh I finally I got my car back. Uh nice. I got my car nice. back on Tuesday. Uh, which at the time we're recording, this, this is a Saturday. Um, so I've been driving around my car for a couple of days. Fun story about that. Um, after we dropped you off for AEW, um, or after AEW, uh, which we will get into in a little bit. But, um, after we dropped you off, uh, we're heading back and I'm dropping off one of our friends and, And there's this cop behind me on the boulevard and I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, oh man, why is this cop behind me right now? And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, is it because my headlights aren't on? Are are my headlights on? I was like, I'm pretty sure they're on right now. Like, (laughs) it's hard to tell at night when everybody else has their headlights on. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're on right now. So... We're coming up and it's, a uh, you know, one of the crossovers to get into the other, um, or no, it wasn't a crossover. It was a way to make a left turn. So he goes around me to make this left turn and I'm like, oh, cool. So it wasn't for me. He was just, he just happened to be behind me. That's fine. Um, and then I started thinking about it and I said out loud, I was just like, I don't know if my headlights are on. And then our friend was like, what? And I was like, I don't know if my headlights are on right now. And I went and I flicked them on and they popped on. I was like, they were not on. <laughs>
1: No, Jesus!
0: And I had my car for about two days at this point, and my headlights were just were not on. <laughs> oh
1: my God, it's horrifying.
0: Apparently, I guess the I guess the the people that worked on my car they turned them off. I guess because you know, but they must have had to turn the car on at some point to make sure, like, because they replaced the battery and everything like that. So I guess so it doesn't get so bright in the shop. They uh, they turned off my headlights or something because I, they were not on, <laughs> but they were definitely on when I dropped off the car. <laughs> hmm. So yeah, that happened. <laughs> uh,
1: Charlie, what's going on in my world? Nothing, no, nothing too crazy going on at Target, you know. It's, 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 it's Target, you know. I'm going and doing the Target, the Target, things, the you Target know? thing. the Target thing, the Target thing. You know, what I'm trying.
0: I, I, I fucking I actually, love Target. Like, I've come to a point in my life where I'm like, I like Target way more than I like Walmart. You know, like I, I, I don't like going to Walmart's anymore because it's just so it's, it's so much of a hassle. Like every time it's you so go, much of a hassle. Every time you go, like nobody wants to be there and stuff like that. And it's just like I mainly go to the self checkout and stuff like. I really only go in there to like. Cause they do have exclusive transformers at Walmart that you can't get anywhere else. You can't even get them on Hasbro. So it's like, all right, if they have them there, I'll I'll get them. But like, they never restock or anything like that. It's always the same shit every time I go in there. So I'm like, I'm done going to Walmart. At least with Target,
1: I have a shot of there being something new. <laughs> it's it's been cool. It's been cool like working there, man. I've I've made really good friends and like so far, like again, like it, it was crazy to like how like just like fast I've been able to like just become like. Because, you know, me, I'm a social butterfly. Like, I need, like, social activity and all that social and crave social activity. But, again, like, I just, like, became, like, fast friends with so many of my uh, coworkers there and all that stuff, man. It's it's so cool, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we already making jokes that I cannot repeat on the podcast. (laughs) Not because we're not allowed to get vulgar because I don't want to, like, implicate or, you know like, drop what we're talking about at Target. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know? It's like, I, mean, it's like I, mean,
0: I said from the beginning, you know, we, we, we work at these jobs, but we don't speak for the company, you
1: know? Exactly, yes. I do not speak for Target. <laughs> <laughs> Um and lots, a lot of like that's another thing I've noticed. Like being in uh, uh downtown Philly, I forgot just how many like just like it's unfortunate like how many like homeless people are in the area. I'm like Jesus Christ. I just yeah, there's a lot. How, ba- how bad of an issue it is in Philly. Like like literally like I went down to the subway and there was just like three of pe- uh, three people just like there. I'm like dang. Like I just I the, 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 and then, <laughs> funny enough um to remind me that I to remind me that uh it, it, like reese i i i am yeah, gonna be honest with my with the audience i recently went through a bit ba- i not too long ago i went through a breakup and uh as i was walking uh home from work uh like as, when i would leave my job to walk down to the bus stop literally there was a homeless couple who literally every time i would like pass by they're just sitting there cuddling i'm just like what the f- Universe. What the (laughs) fuck? There was there was a couple moments like that after the breakup too, where it's like I went to a bar and just like kind of just like you know had something to drink, and literally as I'm there, I look up and there's a couple just like all in love making out in front of me. Like you've got to be kidding me. Rum and coke now, please.
0: (laughs) It's always like you never notice that at first, but then like when something like that happens, you start to notice it. That's what happened when I went yeah. through my breakup back in twenty twenty. Yeah. Like I noticed yeah. that a lot, and I'm like, oh god damn it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it uh, it was it was a lot, but still, like I'm I'm okay somewhat, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, it's like
0: that episode of SpongeBob where you know where Mr. Krabs wakes up and like he doesn't want to be
1: reminded that he's old, but like the radio you're stations you're playing old. <laughs> <laughs> his like his, his like his his eyes all crusty. Like time for the pill. Then oh, I hate the pill. It's so hot, <laughs> hot. <laughs> um. I actually, uh, I recently, from like my one pleasure purchase, this that sounded horrible. My one leisure purchase <laughs> this uh, th- this week, I got myself um, the Resident Evil collection, Resident Evil two and three remake, for because nice. they're on sale for like twenty bucks. I'm like, screw it, let me pick uh, this that's up. That's a good deal. It's it's funny too because Star Wars was also having a sale where it's like because May the Fourth is coming up, and yeah. uh, funny and uh, funny enough, like the, all the Star Wars games are on sale for May um, for May Fourth. And I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, I own all of them already. <laughs> like, Let's see what's on sale. Oh, everything I already own. Never mind. <laughs> I'm like, well, I well, this was pointless. And uh, I, think, uh, I think Jedi Academy was on sale, but I was never really interested in the Jedi Academy games. I heard they're really good, though. Um, yeah, I've heard good things
0: about Jedi Academy. I've only ever played, um, I think it was Jedi Knight, um, <clears throat> because... Me and a fr- an old friend used to play the multiplayer together, where we would both play as a Jedi and fight each other, and he would always beat me, but I would try my damnedest to learn
1: the game, so I would fucking get the chance to beat him. I just, I I just, um, uh, I recently, what was it, I played... Uh... I was thinking about picking up uh, the Revenge of the Sith video games. That was my like one of my favorite childhood. Oh, like, I never Star Wars played that play. one,
0: but I've heard so many good things. Cause Dude, they had like those it,
1: what if scenarios, right? It was so fun. There was there was one what if scenario where you could actually like beat. You could play as Anakin and actually beat Obi Wan in the final boss. And what happened was Anakin beats Obi Wan. Then Palpatine comes to Mustafar, and Anakin kills a Palpatine. Oh shit! And becomes just the guy. Anakin is just now the emperor, and that's how it goes. And I thought, oh shit! And but they also did have the um, they had the uh, multiplayer, which is just like one v one versus mode, where you could play as characters and you could have Anakin fight Darth Vader, and it was really cool. Nice. Um, there was everyone's everyone has the same favorite level in that game though and it's the Jedi Temple where you just play as Anakin and you just like fight and kill everyone because like the opening cutscene he comes in he kills Jocasta new and it's just you fighting everyone you have to fight and like it was funny too because like in that game force lightning was like hella broke I think I remember, I remember hearing this brought up on a podcast a while ago but, like force lightning was hella broken like it was such a broken skill yeah. that they have the, that they gave the Jedi this like weird not force Lightning power to counter it because they because they <laughs> made it too broken. Like so okay, we have to make the Jedi something somehow able to counter this force lightning. So we'll give them like this weird like power to like, to counteract it. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, it was it was it was really it was really cool. Again, you yeah, it's right. And Anakin fights Syndralec too, who is like this uh, Jedi combatant dude. dude. Oh no, it's, no it's, it's
0: it's really cool. Yeah, <clears throat> I just recently saw some footage of what would have been Battlefront three, like the mm. the one that was almost finished. And yeah. it it's like they in Battlefront in the original Battlefront three they introduce a new character um who works with the clones it was like two new characters that work with the clones and it the scene that I saw wasn't was the Order sixty six scene uh when a bunch of the members of the Five O First get the execute Order sixty six you know hologram and they're going into this building um and they're trying to take out this jedi and originally the main character that you play that you play as is sitting there like why are we doing this like you know I don't understand jedi aren't our enemy and the clones I are like the either. order has been initiated and then like he uh you know the jedi kills the, I don't know what the jedi's name is but he kills the clones and then the, guy, the the second character that they introduce is, like, this guy's brother, essentially. Like, and I think, like, brother as in friendship terms. Not, I don't think they're actually brothers. But, um... Because they're not clones; they're just regular guys. And mm. he goes in. And he's like, "Come on, the order's been ex- executed. We gotta, we gotta do this." And so he goes running in. And the Jedi kills him. And he go and that, and that's where he, the main character is like, "You killed my brother!" And he goes to, he goes to fight him. And I was like, "Oh!" So he was like totally against it until he just killed his good friend. Like that yeah. sucks. <laughs> uh,
1: Battlefront that makes- three
0: would have been a cool game.
1: It would have, but, you know, again, like, I think for most of us, we still, we got Battlefront 2, which started off rocky, but still, like, everyone loves now. I, uh, I, I still
0: call Battlefront 2, the, the EA's Battlefront 2, the, the biggest comeback story in gaming history. Like it,
1: it, 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 it is, man. It literally had the worst possible launch, and now everyone's like, we need more of it. Like, it's so unfortunate, because, like, we were supposed to get one more DLC drop. We were going to get Mustafar, Ahsoka Tano, and Savage Ventress. Oh, uh, that would have cu- been cool. But they cut it for Battlefield. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and that game flopped and failed. It and did, it's like, dude. GameStop dang.
0: right now only takes it in for like three bucks. Oh my god! <laughs> because of how bad it was. Pathetic, total flop um, of the
1: game. But yeah, no, nah, man, it's, it's 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 unfortunate, man. But again, like we're getting again we're getting four Star Wars games. Uh, yeah. well, five, but I don't care about the fifth one. Um, but we're getting four Star Wars games. We're getting the one made by the people who made Uncharted. We're getting the real-time strategy, the one with the first-person shooter by the guy who did the OG Battlefront two, and the Jedi, Jedi fall and the Jedi sequel. So you know, I'm yeah, really we're, excited we're for the real-time strategy game because I was just such
0: a big fan of Empire at War, mm-hmm. and I loved playing those ga- that game so much. I enjoyed just being, like, the Empire taking down the Rebels and stuff like that. And then there's the... I had the one with that bonus. I, I talked about this on the podcast before. But I played the one with that bonus, like, uh, Smuggler or Bounty Hunter that raises his own army. It was so cool.
1: Um, I, just, I recently... What was, what was I playing? I played... Um... What was that? Oh, no, it, it just reminded me. I really miss the days when you and Tim were playing Halo Wars 2, and I would just listen to you guys. And <laughs> I'll never forget the t- one day where like Tim's just silent. You guys were just silent because you guys were prepping. and All of a sudden, just hear a few, Tyler, Tim, Tim, what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> and I just hear Tim going, fly, fly, my pretties. And like he just sent like a huge wave of suicide grunts yeah, to Yeah, it was like you. an entire army of
0: suicide grunts that just went and bombarded whole... me. That was <laughs> hilarious. I just hear,
1: fly. <laughs> my pretties fly <laughs> like what in the
0: name? Of... Oh, it was so good. Yeah, we've been playing a lot more Borderlands, too. Um, yeah, I
1: saw I joined one of my top 10 video games of all time. Yeah,
0: you joined the other day. You then you already know you already saw our problem with, yeah. with that we're having with the game where I keep dying, but Tim, like Tim, was also on that level where he kept dying a lot with me because, like, for some reason, the difficulty spiked up when you play multiplayer and. <laughs> Um, so he kept dying a lot and I kept dying a lot. So finally I was just like, go ahead, Tim, just play your fucking overpowered character. So he's mm. doing that. And then I'm just trying to rapidly gain levels.
1: <laughs>
0: hmm. That's the strat. It's like, because I know Borderlands 2 didn't have that balance system that Borderlands 3 did, where if one person's overleveled, than you are there. You know, they, it balances itself out so that you get like somewhat yeah. stronger enemies, but it's not super overpowered. You know what I mean? Yeah, and country. Tiny Tina's does that too, because Tim's a higher level than all of us on the stream right now, um, and it just completely balances itself out. Like he's not super overpowered or anything like that, which I yeah, think I is cool.
1: You. Yeah, I so what do you see? It's cool you get to experience Borderlands Phoenix. Like now you get to experience like for the first time, really like Hanson Jack, who like me and Adam have been like raving about and like why yeah. we love him as a villain so much.
0: Fucking what he did to Bloodwing
1: was oh, unforgivable. God. They talk. They they actually there was a really cool interview about um, uh, with the uh, what's his, Oh god, uh, Pitchford about that. Like why they felt they had to kill off Bloodwing, and uh, it, they they said pretty much like throughout the game, Jack is really just like this funny guy who you talk to yeah. like he's he's kind of just this guy who's just like cracking jokes and yeah you know he's kind of like a, D, a D-bag, but you know like you, you're gonna you're, you're gonna you're gonna face him like it's 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 not like uh he's not like you there's no real like I have to take down this guy like he like I you're not like really like besides the fact they tried to kill you at the start like you're not like oh he's just like a funny Average Joe villain, but when he killed. Yeah, aside from
0: what he did to Bloodwing, up until then, I was like, I was like, this guy doesn't really seem all that bad. Like, don't get me no, wrong, but he like, seems
1: bad, but like. No, but like, they said, like, the reason they added the scene with Bloodwing is that they felt they needed something, what's going to make the player go, okay, no this is legit, like, I need to take him down, like, he is a mon. like, and they felt that killing Bloodwing was the perfect way for them to go, like, nah, Jack, Jack's the monster that you see, and I, I tell you right now, like, it's a gonna get, killing Bloodwing was just the step, there's stuff that happens later on in that game, like, wow, <laughs> I, Hate you, like it's it's so
0: good. Like this, well, I mean, there's... when you go into obituary, there's blood wings, bo- like corpse, just there. <laughs> like... uh,
1: it's it's called yeah, opportunity. Yeah, it's it's. Oh my god, it's so messed up. And then like what you have, and th- there's a mission later on called "Where Angels Fear to Tread," and like just just wait to see like how messed up a villain of a villain Jack is.
0: Have I told you about my favorite named mission so far in Tiny well... Tina's? What is it? It's a GTFO, which stands for Goblins Tired of Forced Oppression.
1: Oh, you, yeah. I, I was either you or Adam who told me about that. I think I may have said that on the podcast. I'm yeah. not sure.
0: These podcasts are all starting to blend together nowadays, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We don't know uh, what we talk about, but.
1: We're more podcasts than men at this point, which honestly just means we're more straight white men than men at this point. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You know what
0: always upsets me? When people send me the meme of just like this is what podcast what all podcasters looks like and I hate that it's true because I do look like Al from Al's Toy Barn and it upsets me.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Incredible. Um there was something else I wanted to bring up, now I can't remember. Crap. What did I want to bring up? Oh, happens to be um, every week. Oh, the f- I, p- the- I want to talk about, like, me playing through Resident Evil 2 and 3, uh, mainly because the fact that, like, I'm playing through it, and, like, first off, that opening scene of Resident Evil 2, that was the most disgusting-looking burger I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I would no. puke when I saw that burger. And, like, a, a friend of ours, or um, well, fr- oh, a friend of mine, you haven't really talked to uh, her that much, like, she was saying that, like, oh, it's the most realistic burger. I'm like, is it? I want to puke at that thing. <laughs> like, it looks horrifying. But, like... It's like, to me, it's just kind of like, is it just me, or it's like, Leon and Claire seem like extra calm this, through this thing. this thing. Like, oh, they just yeah. seem like way more calm than I was like, I am like, what the, f- is a- what the-? like, that would be me in the situation. They're all just like, oh, man, what are we going to do? All right. Like, they're <laughs> cracking jokes, and they're like, they, you guys are way more chill than someone who should be in a zombie apocalypse. Also, like, yeah, how right? big How big is one freaking police de- police department? Like, come on. Did you get the on. Mr. X yet? I feel like I'm near because the helicopter close, crash is on fire. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to get the I I, I, I I met Claire outside, and I'm like, "Hey, Claire," and you know, like I, I feel like I'm getting near to him, but like I'm I'm where again? Like it's it's a really it's a really it's a beautiful game. Uh, I picked it up because they actually recently announced that Resident Evil 2 remake, 3 remake, and 7 Biohazard are all getting next gen upgrades. Oh, cool. Yes, and they're gonna look so good. Now, the game already the games already look beautiful. They're gonna look so good though.
0: Yeah, I gotta go back into playing Resident Evil 2. And yeah. uh, I still gotta finish Village, man. I don't know what the fuck. Dude, Village was my game of the year last year, dude. I loved Village. Yeah, my backlog is just shot. I've been I've been playing a lot more Lego Star Wars lately though, so I am making progress on at least one of the games on my backlog. Look at that. Look at that. Progress.
1: He's making progress. Oh, God. See, y'all, I'm sorry about that. um we went to aew too that was really fun that was a fun time yeah
0: dude aew was that was a good night every time every... we go to aew i'm like i should get back into watching aew and then i just don't do it
1: yeah dude. <laughs> we saw a secret we saw a live match we saw uh uh da- dax harwood and cash wheeler in their first ever match against each other in the owen hart um memorial yeah so uh,
0: i don't know if you saw that clip on um what, I, I know you follow a couple of the wrestling pages that I follow. One of them mm. showed a side-for-side clip of Owen Hart versus Bret Hart in oh, uh, WrestleMania yeah, 10. Exactly and it's I'm the exact about. same motions that that Dax and... um, uh, Why am I blanking on the other guy's name? You just uh, said it.
1: Cash Cash Wheeler.
0: Uh, yeah, Dax and Cash. They They went through the exact same motions. It
1: was so cool. Like, like, dude, like, like that, like, that, like, that, like, to know that, like, that's what Owen's legacy survived by. It's, it's so good. Uh, yeah. Actually, I watched the Dark Side of the Ring, um, uh, on Owen Hart because actually it made me want to lo- watch some of it because knowing that they're doing the Memorial tor- Tournament for him and like, my God, man, like, I almost like was on the verge of tears, man, because it literally is just like because it, like it's not the the episode isn't really about Owen Hart's like death. Yeah. It's more the episode is more so about who Owen Hart was as a man to his family and to the locker room and all that stuff. And like um I think like one of my favorite stories <clears throat> I ever heard about Owen Hart was actually from DLO Brown when um, like he had a match of Owen and they had to, and they were in the ring and DLO was like super nervous. He, he wasn't like sure um and he was and like Owen could tell cuz he was like wrestling like all, all all like stiff and like wasn't like doing in what and like and he could he could tell his mind was like out of it. So uh he he put DLO in a headlock and he said like, Hey, like I can tell you, like look at the rough shoes, and he looks at the rough shoes, and they're they're tied normally, and like and he turns away. Gets them, I think he gets him another head. Like he looks back, like he looks at the of shoes again, and they're untied. <laughs> 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 and Hilo starts laughing, and Owen says, "Are you still nervous?" And he's like, "Nah, all right, now let's get this match going, man." Like he, he was that kind of guy. He took care of you in the ring, like not just like physically, but also made sure like you were there with him, And He was so he was just like I'm way sure he was... that episode could get
0: me to respect Owen Hart a lot more. I just was rubbed the wrong way when that pile driver incident with Stone Cold happened. Mm. You know about I, that, right?
1: Yeah, I do. I think it was just like that was just like an accident. I don't think that, again, it was. Like, I but
0: think... the thing was, is that he never apologized to Stone Cold for it.
1: I don't like really. I don't yeah, know I, I remember Stone Cold
0: one. saying in his documentary, "He never apologized to him."
1: Dang, uh, I've got to wait and see about. The, uh, I'm gonna have to check and see that one. Um, but uh, yeah, no, like uh, the 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 bit. That, like I don't see. I don't know. If, like, God, I gotta watch that now to see that. But like. um the bit that got me uh, about that was, um, what was it? Uh, Cornette is talking about, uh, Owen's death and, um, how when, uh, when he falls from this, uh, from the, from the uh, ceiling, uh, th- the last thing someone heard Owen yell was, uh, look out. And that, like, really just, like, struck me that, like, this dude's fallen to his death and he's still worried about, like, am I going to hit someone when I fall down on that it just it, it really struck a chord but also like um his uh, his widow I f- forgot her name oh god it's going to bug me um his widow uh one second she she was talking about like how she refuses to let Owen be put into the um to the to the, the, hall to of the fame. um yeah the hall of fame Because, like, she doesn't, like, she doesn't want, she doesn't want to give them, like, that, like, oh, oh, Martha, wait, no, yeah, Martha Hart, there we go, Martha Hart, that's her name, about how, like, she doesn't want them to get, like, you don't get to put his name on, like, a silver or something when, like, you know, when your company and your negligence is what kind of, like, what led to his death, you know, like, again, they, they talk, they talk about, like, in the documentary that, like, in the episode of the Dark Side of the Ring that, like, the clip that they used on Owen For this was meant to be used for sailboats. And if you apply, like, just like five or six pounds of pressure, it unclips. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And Owen, who's a 240 pound man, like, yeah, no, like, yeah. And, it, it was... And, like, they just... They didn't have a, a proper rigging company in WWE. And had, they still had to do the pay-per-view after the sh- uh, incident. And, like, you know, the wrestlers to go and wrestle while Owen's blood was still there on the map, man. It, it, it really... And, like, it, 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 ha- it made me respect Owen, but it made me respect, like, Martha all the much more, man. Because, like, my yeah. God. Like, she went through it. And then, like, she tried to sue WWE. And some of the Hart family actually, like, went against her and worked against her to stop the lawsuit. It was it was so like it was just like seeing what she went through was like so just like damn but like it really does speak volumes to me though that she felt comfortable enough to let aew do this tournament though with his name on it you know while she refuses to let wwe Put his name on the in the Hall of Fame, you know. Yeah. Which is why it also made me very thankful that we got to be there for two of the Owen Hart qualifying tournament matches, man. Because like again, like that's like that's it's his legacy, man. None of that. They've had all these foundations uh in um in Canada in Owen Hart's name that like help like single single mothers and like underprivileged children, all that stuff. And it, yeah. it, it's it's so just like it's it, it really does like it. It was a very emotional episode and really can show. It was an episode that I think shows like the horrors but as well the beauties of the pro wrestling world, you know. The
0: thing that gets me with Owen Hart's death is that that happened on live TV. Yeah. It's amazing to me. And I I'm, I'm not saying that I'm actively going out looking for this type of thing, but like it absolutely amazes me that there is absolutely no footage of that at all. No like nobody was taping that episode Nobody like WWE probably doesn't have it in their archives anymore. Like it's just, it, it's mind boggling that there's not mm-hmm. a single bit of footage of this live event, considering most live events are either archived or somebody had a recording of it somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just, I, it, it leads me to believe that WWE may have found out who, like, and I, this is probably blown out of, completely out of proportion, but it leads me to believe that WWE found out who was recording Monday Night Raw that night. It was an episode of Raw, right?
1: No, it was a pay-per-view.
0: Oh, it was a pay-per-view? Yeah. Uh, then it leads me to believe that somebody, um, you know, because people tape over things all the time. Like, I used, to, I taped Royal Rumble 2008 when I bought it, like, years ago. Um, like, it, it leads me to believe that WWE found out who was taping it and, like, may have paid them off to get the tapes. Like... <laughs>
1: Like, it like I was... said, I know
0: it's a bit of a stretch, but like it's just mind-boggling me. There's not a single bit of footage on this. Well,
1: well remember, like the cameras like cut away. Like the, I think, like as he was falling, the cameras like they were they were in commercial break. Like he wasn't. I don't think he was. Like I don't like. I think like what happened. Like he started falling, and like the cameras like cut to the just the crowd while like. Oh. Uh... You know, I know, like the, like, the camera wasn't on Owen when it happened. The cameras were on the crowd, like, you know. Now,
0: did the documentary get anybody that was there live at the pay-per-view? Uh,
1: they talked to D'Lo. They talked to The Godfather, who was supposed to wrestle. They, they talked to JR, who was actually there.
0: I meant, like, from... people in the audience, because I can't oh, even imagine no. what they would have oh. been like had they, like, no. seen that.
1: No, they just talked to, um... Uh, they No, they the just wrestlers. talked to, like, the actual, like, wrestlers and Pete commentary. Like, JR's was JR has, like, the most, like... Oh my god, like moment with me when like JR, well, they did, they they forgot to tell JR what happened, so JR doesn't know what's going on. So, like, they, like, JR says, like, if well, he remembers that night very vividly when, like, he was, um, they, he said, like, he asked, like, Kevin goes, like, all right, you need to go, Kevin Dunn goes in the ears, like, you need to give an update. And, like, JR's like, what update? I don't know what happened. Like, what's going on with Owen? And Kevin Dunn's, like, Kevin Dunn's, well, no, he said, he said, like, you're about to come back, and, like, Jared was like, "Well, what's happening with oh, like what's going on?" And Dunn just replied with, "He's dead, and you're back in ten, nine, oh 8, my god, like, yeah." And Jared just had come a, back like, from that, yeah. Like again, they did four. They 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 continued on the show, which was I I don't I don't know, man. It's, that is it's, nuts. It's, it's 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 one of their most controversial decisions, but like it's it's. Yeah, it, it was a lot, but they also do talk, like, it, it's, they, who they talk to D'Lo Brown, they talk to, D'Lo um, Brown says it was him, and Kane are in the back, and they saw him get stretched out, uh, they talk about JR, who was right there, they talk to the referee, who was in the ring at the time, um, wow. and they, uh, it, it it's, and he tells about, like, he, and he talks about, it's just, it's, it's so insane. Because, like, he There's went
0: like, into the turnbuckle, too, right?
1: I am not. Too sure. I thought I like, remember
0: hearing that he got he he, he they fell into the terminal someone,
1: someone says that that's what they think happens, but like how he says it is that Owen was lying. Fa- I don't know if he did because he's lying face up when he falls. Ah, uh. yeah, like when he's on the mat. Like he said, like Owen was lying face up again. Like it's just like it 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 was just it. Oh my, it was just a mess. That is crazy. And then like. And then, like again, it, they, they they do talk about too. Like Jericho uh, has one thought, he's like, imagine like. He feels that like um like Owen because Owen was Owen Hart was kind of in a slump of his career wise because he like he was it was around the time that like the Edge era was really taking off and at the time like you really need like a character like a gimmick you know you need that like something you need that extra umph with your character you yeah know, where Owen was kind of just himself and was just a really good wrestler you know? like kind of like you know like like the, your Chad Gable your uh, your 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 Daniel Bryan you know like they're not really playing character they are just themselves and they're just really good at wrestling yeah and um. Jericho made this point where like if Owen had made it like he would have faced a career resurgence because like not a year after he died like the likes of Eddie Guerrero um and uh, Eddie um Eddie Guerrero and um Kurt Angle and Edge were coming into the company and imagine what Owen could have done with the likes of those like he would have been like one of yeah, the the time Again, like i like a young Owen Hart versus like a prime Kurt Angle, like attitude Kurt Angle, that would have, ooh, that would have, that would have slapped differently, man.
0: Yeah, I need to watch Dark Side of the Ring. I've been, <sighs> I've been they're pulling so, that off for too long. They're
1: so good. Some of them are so, some of them are genuinely fascinating. Some of them, some of them will genuinely leave you like in tears. Like like the Benoit one almost like had me like I broke. I was about to break down watching that. That one was like tough to get through yeah um the benoit one had me messed up the um the steroid trial one was so fascinating because it's just like to see like because they they actually talked to like vince mcmahon's lawyer like the wwe lawyer and like it's just so fascinating like hearing like all the like the lawyers being all the legal stuff they pulled how like vince how like hulk hogan Literally on his word could have sent Vince McMahon to prison, like like how it started shit. too, like like if it's Hulk, like literally Hulk Hogan was the ultimate testimony. Like depending on what he said, Vince McMahon could have went to prison, and that would have been like it. But like Hulk came in and testified, and and and, and, and like his testimony kind of cleared Vince. But um, the one bit that got me was like how it started. Because, like, the doctor who was supplying the steroids, he gets raided by the FBI because he was, like, you know, he was giving steroids out to, like, other companies, too. And while the FBI is, like, looking through his office, they just see the picture of Vince McMahon, Hulk Hogan, and the doctor. And they think hmm we should look into that and i think that's such that's a movie right there that is is. a movie scene of like an fbi raiding an office and seeing a picture thing we should look into this i'm like wow like that's like the fact they just saw the picture and just went like hmm like that's incredible
0: um i may watch an episode or two of that tonight
1: now because i'm in the mood for like a good documentary oh dude they're so good um there's there's a, there's a really good one on New Jack and how like his just insane antics and how that stuff. Some some are really entertaining. Some are really heart. Some are shocking. Some are heartbreaking. I watched one actually. I think you'll enjoy. An, you know, remember XPW? Yeah. Yes, there's a whole episode on XPW and how like insane that was. Where it's like it was it was a wrestling promotion run by like a porn uh, a porn uh, uh, like industry owner who like who 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 made porn and had like porn stars all the time and like there at at the shows and how like it was like they were trying to be like the ECW of the West Coast and all that stuff. It was it's it's insane, man. It's it's so
0: good. That is crazy.
1: Yeah, man, I I highly recommend it. Definitely uh, have to
0: give that a watch.
1: There's actually there's no there's the New Jack stuff is the New Jack stuff is really cool too because it's just like oh it's it's just so cool to see like they 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 interview all the ECW originals about New Jack. so they talk to like Sandman and like. uh... And Tom, I don't think they talk. I, Tommy Dreamer is on certain episodes. I don't know if he's on that one. Yeah. Uh, but they they do talk to several ECW originals about it, and you do get a lot of insight on like New. And they they talk to New Jack himself, who like New Jack like, new, like uh, rest in peace or rest rest in wherever you are, New Jack. But, yeah, like, right. He should have been in prison. He legitimately stabbed people and attempted the murder. Like he was like nah like wow like. Oh, my God. That one was crazy. Um, There was another one that was really good that I think you'd enjoy. I can't remember what it was called. Which one which one I'm thinking of. Oh, the Nick Gage one. Dude, watch the Nick Gage. The Nick Gage one's insane, man. Yeah. Yeah, that one they actually interviewed John Moxley, too. Like oh, that was, cool. And it, and it's so funny because he tells a story about, like, um, he's like, I remember I was rushing the kids one time. And he takes an actual pizza cutter. He puts it in my mouth. And he rakes that thing around my mouth. And I'm thinking... I'm going my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I like, this is so funny. Um, I'm reading his. Um, did, I'm, they I'm, one getting... a, did they have one on? Did they
0: have one Did they have one on Brian Pillman? Yes, Brian Pillman is a two-parter. I thought so I thought yeah,
1: he, so. He, he's a two, he's a two-parter man. They, I, I think it's two-parter. I've been meaning to I watch do...
0: that episode because low key, like, I, like some of my favorite wrestlers are like Stone Cold, like other than Razor Ramon, obviously. Like Stone Cold's a very close second. Um, I do they... really like Brian Pillman. Like I've they... always have
1: they actually did um interviews uh stone cold for the Brian Pillman episode. Oh,
0: that's okay. I got to watch yeah, that. I might yeah, like throw that on tonight.
1: Yeah, I yeah, it's it's there's a lots of good stuff, man. Uh, dude, the XPW one of the stuff is crazy. You find out about like how like the Messiah had his thumb cut off by like some like big like strong types. You're like, "What the heck?" And I wonder now if righteous gemstones took inspiration from that. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because, like, again, like, it, these big dudes came to this guy who, like, slotted the XPW guy and and they cut off his thumb. And, like, what did Eli do, who was a wrestler who broke people's thumbs, like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, it has me so curious now. But yeah, dude, go watch ring. I'm also rereading. I'm still reading through Emma Moxley's uh, autobiography. I, I took a. I stopped reading it for a while. I don't know why. I'm still in the beginning of it. It's so funny like, like he, he he there's this one bit where he's all like, I like going to the beach. I don't like the water though. No. I don't go. Good, I don't go too deep. I don't like the sharks. I don't get stung by a jellyfish night. <laughs> if I go deep enough I make sure I can punch down, if a shark gets me, I don't want to do no shark. I'm like, what are you talking about? His favorite movie of all time is also Point. Break. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 he loves Point Break. <laughs> oh, wow, Point. What is Point Break again? Is that the is that the Keanu, Surfer the, the Yeah, the Surfer. The, yeah, the Surfer criminals and Keanu Reeves and the yeah. FBI agent. American yeah, Dad yeah. did a parody on that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. um yeah, it's, 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 it's really fun. It's, it's really good. It's really funny. He, he has, and he, 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 another like, thing I like he puts in the book is that he puts jokes that Cesaro have told him. So like literally like one, like at the end of the chapter it says, jokes Claudio once told me. I accidentally swallowed a bunch of scrambled uh, scrabble tiles. My next trip to the bathroom, it could spell disaster. And it's just like <laughs> a bunch of the chapters just end with jokes that Cesaro have told him over the years. That's so, amazing. Like, what? Ooh, one thing they do talk about that I find interesting is, is that they talk about his original debut plans, and you know, you know what they originally planned for um, Dean Ambrose in two thousand twelve. He was supposed to debut in a hardcore feud with Mick Foley.
0: Oh, that would have been really cool.
1: They actually, you can actually still find like there so. Like I forgot what pay per view, but like what what was supposed to be like was that Dean Ambrose debuts. They actually like what they did was um Mick was at a hotel. This is in two thousand twelve, and like he's in the lobby and Dean approached him saying like you're a like you 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 cursed that you were a curse to an entire generation because the whole angle was going to be that Dean Ambrose. Um, comes from the indies, but he hates McFoley because McFoley inspired a bunch of these indie deathmatch guys nowadays to like jump off buildings, mutate themselves, and just do the deathmatch circuit. Yeah. And Dean's whole thing was that, like, you, like, he looks, he, coming from that circuit, he looks around, he sees all these people who are now like crippled, who are poor, who can't support themselves because they got to get the deathmatch because of McFoley. And that was the thing where it's like he comes in to like, I need to make you pay for what you put this generation through with your self-sacrific- sac- self-sacrificial sacrifice, self ways. And they actually did film, like, a, a bit in the hotel where Dean approached them saying, like, you, you are embarrassment to a generation. And this was, it looks real, and security walks out Dean, but it was a work. And it was supposed to lead to this angle where it was going to be, like, Dean Ambrose's first, like, major feud was with Mick Foley. Um, there was actually a bit where, like, Dean, like, Mick told Dean, um like like Dean like joke like he said like little off the cuff remark, like about like Dean's like I mean Mick's family and Mick had said like a uh, Mick so like in Dean's I think he's going to like Europe or Japan or somewhere but he, he he gets no like, reception so he starts tweeting to make the angle like look even more real he's like you know what I'm gonna start tweeting about his family uh one of the texts he gets they he, he can't get because he has no signal is hey this is Mick just like no don't talk about my family. <laughs> Oh. I don't want to, and then you know, like when he finally he, he sends out the tweets like like like, like crap on Mick's family. He finally gets to a place with reception, sees his phone is blowing up, and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." <laughs> but they smooth it out. They smooth it out. It works out. But like, when eventually, when they're about to like make the angle work, um, Mick can't get medically cleared, and that's why the angle didn't like go forward because Mick oh, fully man. he couldn't he couldn't get medically cleared to do the angle. Because he, because of his history of concussions, so like, so like they had to axe it, and that's when she got to Dean Ambrose going to the Shield. But it's, it's like man, I get why story- they
0: canned it, but that storyline would have been so
1: cool. Yeah, like, to, and it would have been, like, a love letter to, like, deathmatch wrestling and, like, Foley's legacy, and it could have been a great pass in torch moment for Dean. But, again, we got the shield. It all worked out in the end, but, like, dang, man, like, it's going to be one of those great, like, what could have been. But he also, he also comes to, like, this realization in the book where it's like, you know what, it's probably for the best because, like, I we would have been handed a scripted promo and it would have killed it for me and he says that like i can't like he he's repulsed by scripts and promos now oh yeah and like he and like he he used to like he used to hate promo class too. he hates being given a prompt but like he said like yeah like it's probably for the best but like he says his dream is like 2000 uh, excuse me 2009 or like our like current today John Moxley versus like 1990s Cactus Jack is like one of the greatest dream matches of all time like yeah that would have been really cool but, yeah, man, that was a lot of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, overall, though, good episode. Mm, yeah, it was a really
0: fun episode. Hey, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think this is, a, this is a good place to close it out. Yes, fantastic place to close it out. Because my rib cage is hurting oh really badly. Oh, my God. I, I don't is know. Okay? I think I sat weird on the tattoo chair, but like my, my left rib cage has been hurting, and mm. I need to lay down. <laughs>
1: yeah please go lay down
0: but I gotta hop in the shower first so there's that but yeah I'm I'm gonna go watch uh, I'm gonna go watch Dark Side of the Ring definitely yeah
1: do, th- yeah, do that. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us for the forty-six. That's right, forty-six. We're four episodes away, from episode fifty. a Lot very chill, N- nice little like talky talk chill episode of hotspot Podcast. Oh yeah, but um, yes. Now, uh, we thank you so much for all the support and love we get from you guys. Can't wait to have so many more yeah. episodes with you guys. so yeah. can't wait. To, can't wait to make m- many more memories yeah, with you guys. Yeah. And we, uh, uh, you need to stop. Yeah, like now. Nah. <laughs> 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 On that note, I bid thy adieu. Goodbye. And good night. That was
0: gay.